Hello everyone, this is the Dark Raven Witch with the Dark Raven Witch Presents. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about the magic of the new year. And I thought about the title that I wanted to name this episode. And the thing that kept coming up in my mind was New Year, New Witch. But I also had to laugh at myself when I thought of that initially because that's pretty typical of a New Year's resolution. And I don't necessarily know if it's New Witch that I want to uh, put out there to manifest, but I do think that New Year, New Witch sort of gives me a little bit more focus on the things that I want to accomplish um, in the upcoming year. So that's what it's going to be. <laughs> new Year, New Witch. So I know that you know that the Witch's New Year is on Samhain, and I didn't want to confuse that um, that Sabbath with uh, the New Year and New Year's Eve and the traditions that go along with um, the Witch's New Year in, during Samhain, you know, from the veil being the thinnest to working with our ancestors um, to all the different traditions that we um, hold sacred during that time. But let's talk about um, the new year and New Year's resolutions and the magic that's in that. So um, I really think I wanted to focus on resolutions and what that means for everyone, not just witches, um, because there's a lot of magic in that. And I think people look at making a New Year's resolution. I think half of the people roll their eyes and the other people can't wait to make a list. And I think I fall somewhere in between that because I agree with making a New Year's resolution. Absolutely reflecting on the year that has gone that has passed and thinking of things that I could have done better or things that I want to incorporate or things that I want to manifest um, for the upcoming year. So I think that when I side eye it, I think to myself, why wait? Why wait until New Year's Eve? to make your resolutions for the year. Um, so you can reinvent yourself anytime. You can manifest your greatest ambitions anytime. You can manifest your goals anytime. Um, but I will say, after giving it some thought, I thought, okay, everyone around the world is doing the same thing typically around the same time, we're all manifesting things, we're writing our goals, we're setting our intentions, it's just kind of um, the way you look at it, but we're all doing the same thing. And as a collective, there's so much magic that can happen that can make your New Year's resolutions um, happen. And that is powerful, that's, that's powerful magic. And no matter where you are or no matter who you are, setting your intentions and your goals for 
the upcoming year is there's just so much power in as a collective that can boost the manifestation process even higher and it can take it to the next level because um usually you know like in a coven situation if you guys are manifesting together there's it's a group manifestation and the outcome will be greater well that's sort of what's happening with everyone around the world doing the same thing so take a minute set your intentions write down your goals um everyone can benefit from a group intention setting but before we get too ahead of ourselves i want to do something and I want to talk about the history behind New Year's and New Year's resolutions and where that comes from. So I did a little bit of research and I discovered that New Year celebrations date all the way back to the Babylonian times with um, feasts and they would return any sort of farming equipment back to anybody that they had borrowed it from. Um, the North, the Norse people, they their Yule celebrations ended um, on New Year's Day, and the last of their feasts, which took place on New Year's Day, were really, really huge. They were the biggest of their celebrations, and the Egyptians would parade a baby around um, to symbolize the beginning of the New Year. So. That's kind of where, I guess, we got our tradition about New Year's babies. Um, and the Romans actually gave us the very romantic tradition of a New Year's Eve kiss. So back to manifestation and New Year's resolutions. Um, as a collective, we manifest our New Year's resolutions typically with um, nothing but positive energy and that's really how you create an environment for the manifestation to come together and to, to, to make it happen to, to become true. Before we get too ahead of ourselves, I thought that I would um, take a couple of minutes and go over a few fun facts that I dug up when I was doing some research. And um, some of the more interesting things I found were that uh, the Babylonians were actually the first ones to celebrate New Year's and New Year's Eve with um, big, huge feasts and um, a lot of drinking and a lot of um, day-long into the night celebrations but one thing I thought was interesting is that they would return they made it a point to return all of the farm equipment that they had borrowed from um, anybody and make sure that it was in good working order when they did return it because that way it showed that uh, they were not being greedy and that they would have good fortune for the upcoming harvest and um 
yeah, I thought that was a really nice thing. So the Norse people, they, um, their celebration actually, their Yule celebrations actually ended around the time of New Year's. And um, they also celebrated with huge feasts and theirs would last uh, days and days. And it was um, sort of just like a culmination of the end of Yule and uh, getting ready to go into the light. The Egyptians, they would parade a baby around to symbolize the beginning of the new year, new life, new year. Um, So maybe that's where we picked up the tradition of um, anybody born on the first, it's a huge deal. And that, um, you know, came from the Egyptians. And the Romans, they gave us the very romantic New Year's Eve kiss at midnight. So those were just a couple of fun facts that I found that um, I just kind of thought I'd share with you. But back to um, manifestations and our New Year's resolutions and talking about the collective and that we manifest our New Year's resolutions typically with everyone in a positive um, state of mind and all of that positive energy is really what and how you can create an environment for positive manifestation to actually come true and to happen. So make sure that when you are doing your manifestation list or you're setting your goals for your New Year's resolutions, that you're in a positive state of mind because you want to make sure that it's elevated to the next level so that all of those things can happen. Okay, so what about these lists? We make lists for our New Year's resolutions, their goals, their dreams, their wish, their wishes that we want to have fulfilled. They are a manifestation list, really, is what it comes down to. But I think it's important that when we are making our lists, we talk about not just what we want, but how we're going to make those things happen. I think that that's the missing element when you're creating any sort of manifestation or New Year's resolution because you can't just say, you know, I'm going to start a new business and it's going to be successful. Boom. And then it just happens. I think it's important that you list the steps that you're going to take to make those things happen. And... I think that after we're done making our list, it's a good idea to sit down and reassess and reevaluate that list so that we can really see if we're ready for those things to happen. I think it's important that we remember that everyone has a plan. Everyone has a, a destiny. I think that's something that I always try to keep in mind. It's something that I believe that we all already have a plan that's set for us. And when we make a list or we make a goal list or a New Year's resolution and say that it doesn't happen exactly how we thought that it was going to happen on paper, we need to keep in mind that 
Maybe we weren't ready for those things to happen. However, I think big picture, we need to look at the things that have led up to us possibly getting that thing, that goal. Maybe it wasn't meant for us this year, but maybe all of the things that we've done during the year has set us up for us to receive those things later. So just to remind you, just, you know, keep it in the back of your mind that if your list, if you don't hit every single thing on your list, just kind of think about it as, but what has happened that has put me in motion for those things to happen? And maybe it just wasn't time for those things to happen quite yet. I also think that New Year's is a great time for divination. So usually on um, New Year's Day, I like to pull cards. Um, I love tarot, so I was just counting my tarot decks. I think I have, um, last count I had like 22, so I don't know, I guess it's just my thing. Um, But anything you're drawn to, as far as divination goes, it could be tarot, it could be astrology, it could be palm reading, scrying, uh, tea leaf reading, whatever. I think it's a great time for you to pull that out and kind of do a little reading for yourself to see how the upcoming year is going to look. And if you don't do divination yourself and you know a friendly witch that does, you can always give them a shout out and ask them to do one for you. Um, I also think another great reason that it's a good time for divination is because the veil is thin. Now, you always hear that Samhain is the, when the veil is the thinnest, and that's true. However, I feel that every holiday brings the veil down a little bit more so that our ancestors can be closer to us. So if you've done an ancestor altar and you had it out during Samhain, it's a great time, I think during any holiday, but especially on New Year's, to set up a another ancestor altar and it doesn't have to be as big maybe you do a real big one during Samhain but I think that maybe if you just pulled out a couple of little things that remind you of them um, doing during New Year's it's a great it's a great time for that because the veil doesn't just have to be thin during the holidays and our big holiday during uh, our which is New Year but it's it's always thin and they're always able to be near us when we are um, when we're thinking about and reflecting on times with them or the past you know Christmases or the past holidays that we've just gone through so it's a great time for you to feel close to them and it's a great time for us to pay homage to them and New Year is a great time for doing just that. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about cleansing and banishing of the things from the past year that no longer serve us. 
lot of cultures saw the new year as a time to banish negative spirits and you can do the same thing by cleansing your home of either stagnant energy or negative energy or you know what even just bad habits that you've been allowing to creep in over the past year and one of the ways that I like to do that is on um, either New Year's Eve or New Year's Day and I like to do a ritual bath or a spiritual bath. So basically, a ritual bath is about symbolically cleansing your spirit. And I really cannot think of a better time for one of these than on New Year's Day. So all you need to do is turn your water on, throw in some Epsom salts, and drop a few little bits of essential oil and there's so many different essential oils that have different properties for whatever it is that you're looking to cleanse yourself with um, so you can look those up anywhere and it's really about not just banishing and cleansing yourself from bad habits or negative energy or stagnant energy but it's a way to help ground yourself and a way to get in touch with your inner self so just step into the water after it's after you're you've filled your tub as far as you like and let your mind wander so close your eyes and let your mind wander and think about the good things that happened during the year but also it's a great time to process all of the bad things that um, didn't work out this year or the things that you wish you could have done better. And I think that when we take time to reflect on the negatives and the not so positive things that have happened, it points us in the direction of growth. And that's really, that's really what we're, we can all really hope for in the new year. And the low points are really, really important. And it's important that you don't just push those aside, but th th that you take the time to learn from them. So when the bath is over and you step out, think about your struggles and the negativity, and you leave it all behind you in that water. And you watch the water go down the drain. And then all of that negativity is gone. And then you're clean and you're fresh and you're ready to start a brand new year. All right, you guys, I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. I'm going to go make myself a cup of tea, make my New Year's resolutions list. I haven't done that yet and get ready to banish some of that negative energy, maybe chase away some of those bad habits I've created this year, and get ready for the new year. All right, you guys, stay safe. Have a beautiful and wonderful new year, and I will talk to you next year. This is the Dark Raven Witch, where witchcraft isn't just an aesthetic, it's a way of life.